It's time again for your Portland Morning Brew. Casual conversations with business, city, and community leaders and influencers. Get to know your neighbors. News, views, and events all centered around our community. Now, here's your host, Troy Holden. And welcome back to the Portland Morning Brew. This is our local Chamber of Commerce podcast where we dig into the community, learn more about the people and the things going on in our uh, local community and in the county. Uh, Today, we welcome Kelly Stevenson, who is with SumnerSeniors.com. Kelly, good morning. Good morning, Troy. Thanks for having me. Good to have you. Kelly, are you a coffee drinker? I am drinking my coffee right now. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. I have got my three-gallon coffee cup, and I'm working (laughs) on it right now. I had a uh, went and ate with in-laws last night up in Glasgow, Kentucky, and got back kind of late, and I slept a little late, and uh, I'm having to overdose on my coffee this morning just to try to get the get the cobwebs out. So Kelly, uh, did you grow up in the Portland area or have you always been here? Or tell us a little more about your background. Well, I'm a bit of a transplant. I um, am a Texas girl living in a Tennessee world. So mm-hmm. um, I'm from Texas. We moved here six years ago. And um, when we came up to Portland, it was just, it felt like home. So mm-hmm. We bought a house sight unseen just off Fountainhead, and we have loved every every day. We awesome. Love it. Awesome. So what part of Texas did you live in? Well, it's a small town north of Houston called Spring, which mm-hmm. is when we moved there, it was small. It's no longer small, um, but it's about 10 minutes to the Intercontinental Airport. Oh, okay. Okay. So the big difference, I guess, and, and uh, when I was a kid, we lived in Richardson, which was kind of close to Dallas, Fort Worth, sort of. Um, we lived there for a while when I was a kid. And and if everybody listen, if you hear dogs barking, we apologize. Uh, the UPS guy showed up. Usually it's in the afternoon, but I think he just showed up early and they are very upset. We'll get through it. But the difference I always noticed in Texas was the humidity was similar to here, really similar, but there was something about it that just felt even hotter than it yeah. does. Well, especially near the Dallas area, because we did live up there as well, um, mm-hmm. in McKinney and um, Houston area. The humidity there is just as soon as you walk out, you're just drenched. So it's right. Right. It's terrible. It's funny because when people up here talk about humidity, I just go, my goodness, you don't even know what humidity is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's different everywhere. I, I had even been uh, back in my uh, manufacturing days, went to Japan a few times and always had to go in July or August. And you talk about miserable yeah. um, near Tokyo. It, that was the hottest place I've ever been in my life. And they regulate the air conditioning. Um, they have teeny tiny little vents, the air barely moves. And when you leave your hotel room, all the electricity shuts down. Oh my goodness. And until you come back and scan your card to come back in the room, then it comes back on and you walk into this 99 degree room and it never cools off. It was the most miserable, uh, travel experience ever. And I always told him, I said, please don't send me back in the summer again. I'd love to go over there in the late fall, but never, never worked out, but that's okay. You get a hotel room and a sauna at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you want to lose weight, go to Japan in August. They'll, they'll take care of it because you're going to do a lot of walking on top of that and be crammed in those trains 
like sardines. It's yeah, it's it's interesting. So let's talk about um, Sumner Seniors and uh, give us the overview uh, first on what some Sumner Seniors is and how it originated and what they do. Okay, so we have been in business now just about a year. Um, the company is Seniors Helping Seniors. We are an in-home caregiving company that helps um, seniors who need help um, are helped by seniors who can help. So it's a it's a unique concept. We um, have been around since 1998, and the owners of the company are Kieran and Philip Yoakum. And Kieran at one time worked alongside Mother Teresa. She's from India, but she worked alongside Mother Teresa with some humanitarian efforts. So it the business was built on a very servant heart type um, concept. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, we've we've grown quite a bit since we opened, and um, it's it's kind of a different story. Uh, my husband and I are both prior military. He did twenty years. I did twelve, and when COVID hit and I watched the news about people being in the hospital, not even able to hold the hand of a loved one Mm -hmm. as they were sick or dying, it just broke me. And I told my husband, I said, there's something we have to do. And this is a way for people to age in place at home Mm -hmm. and not have to go into a facility. And um, because a lot of people do want that. We have people who have family nearby. We have people who have their loved ones in other states and mm-hmm. and they just want to stay home as long as they can and right. we allow that to happen awesome that's awesome i really like the um the concept of seniors helping seniors because when you know when you think about it there are so many who in their 60s and 70s who are still very active and very able to give a lot and then there are those who aren't and need the help that is so yeah. such a great concept because why not who else would you rather help you than someone that understands your situation and what you're doing so what are some of the services that that they would do or would offer uh where they would go out and do these things tell us about that so we do the day-to-day type things um we'll do some like housekeeping we do um medication reminders we'll do meal prep We do things like companionship and socialization because there's a fine line between depression and dementia. Mm -hmm. And um, and a lot of times people don't know the difference. They they start to see this this slide and the depression oftentimes is because they're at home all by themselves all the time. Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. They just need someone to talk with. And so that's some of the things we do. we also will do um, respite care. So someone who is taking care of a loved one to be able to take care of themselves, they may need that, that time. Um, so we'll go in, fill in for them and, you know, let them do a spa day or toes and nails, whatever they need yeah, yeah. Um, just to regenerate. Um, but we also will do things like transferring, um, taking them to doctor's appointments, pretty much everything. Um, Mm -hmm. We are non-medical, so we don't administer medication, but Mm -hmm. just about everything else. Yeah, I think as I looked through the the website yesterday, I even saw like handyman type Mm -hmm. things, just about everything. That's that's really interesting. Um, So is that mainly voluntary from from those that are helping the others or how does that work? If say someone wants to get involved with this, how would they get involved? So the neat thing is the majority of the people that we hire, because it is a paid position, 
are people who themselves would volunteer on their own. Mm-hmm. So it is it is people who are, you know, most of them are retired. They're looking to just make a little extra money, but they know they can still help and they want to help. And and because it's people who are generally their age, you don't have that generational gap that you would normally. So right. it's it is a paid position. Um and they're scheduled usually a month out in advance. So they know exactly, you know, do they want to work two to three days this week? Do they just want to do a few? Um, and you make your own schedule and we we find you a home. We we really try to match the, the folks together. So mm-hmm. if one person loves doing puzzles and crocheting, we try to match them with someone who likes the same thing. And they just, at the end of the day, the clients will call and say, man, when is she coming back? I really liked her. You know, if they don't like someone, hear about it too, but I'm sure I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've got, uh, uh, an elderly mother down in Murfreesboro and she, uh, uh, she'll have to call me every now and then to vent about her neighbors or something that's going on. She lives in a community to where it's all retired people and everything. And, um, you know, she's always letting me know what the homeowners association's doing and this, that, and the other, and <laughs> they're having elections and I'm not sure that fella needs to be on our board. And they're, they're funny. They're, they're, it's really funny. And, uh, of course, when you've, you know, that person's raised you, you got to be very tolerant of what they want to yeah. talk about, but that's, that is great. Uh, the, the people, thing and and being close to the same age and all of that how they can relate to that because I can see where that'd be a big help because you know the younger people going into those situations don't understand a lot of that they may not have been through it yet with a parent and uh, I really I really think that's a neat thing so this this all had originated um, were seniors helping seniors how did Sumner seniors come to be was that just created one from the other or uh, were you guys a part of that creation or how did all that work so we, because we live in Sumner um when we this is a franchise um mm-hmm. they've got over 125 franchise partner and we're in over 30 states already and so they had just recently well we were open in Chattanooga and they just recently opened Middle Tennessee so I had to find a website. I couldn't use Seniors Helping Seniors because that is the franchise website. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I love Sumner County. I live in Portland. Um, and our territory is Sumner, um, Trousdale, some of Robertson and some of Wilson. Mm-hmm. So the majority of that area is Sumner. So I said, mm-hmm. you know, what? Sumner Seniors just has a snappy little thing. But you can you can still find us by going to Seniors Helping Seniors and putting in a zip code and it'll show you who your local office would be. Oh, OK. OK. Now, how you mentioned there were lots of these uh, mm-hmm. under uh, Seniors Helping Seniors. How many did you say again? How many places? There's actually 260 territories in 30 states, but there's 100 wow. franchisees. That is fantastic that it's that it's that widespread. I, I never would have thought of this. I mean, this is a great information because I'm you just this is just something you wouldn't have thought of. You know, it's well, not an everyday thing. Yeah, as as I'm going through the training and everything for it, I you find out that there's ten thousand people every day signing up for Medicaid, mm-hmm. so for Medicare, um, and they're saying that seventy percent of retirees today will need at some point some long term care. Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. we are living longer. 
Right. And right, so it sure. really is becoming something that that is well needed. We're right. trying to push legislation so that it will be paid for by um, insurance. Some insurance companies do pay for it. Most is private pay, but that is something that that we're keeping an eye on for Medicare. So now you mentioned you had um, some military service. Thank you for that. That's always much appreciated. And you and your husband. Um, Before you were doing this, kind of walk us through some other parts of your career and what you've done. (laughs) So everyone laughs when I tell them this because it had nothing to do with what I do now. Mm -hmm. But um, I was a police officer and I was actually canine. So I trained dogs, um, drug and bomb dogs, patrol dogs for 12 years and loved every bit of it. While I was active duty, I was um, stationed in Charleston at one point and worked um, as a reservist on the North Charleston police department as canine. So just to see if it was something I wanted to do, mm-hmm. if I ever got out. Um, but it's a, it's a strange story. My, my husband had gone to Korea and that's a year tour without your family. When he came back, I was going to have to go. And we had three kids and I said, you know, they can do without dad for a year, but not without mom. Mm-hmm. However, the fact was I couldn't do without them for a whole year. So I right. just enlist. So I was already over the hump. And that was the only reason I got out. And it was a very, very tough decision. But I look back and don't regret it. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I have to be there for the kids and um, elderly children and and animals are my three weaknesses. And <laughs> So when I did get out, I got my real estate license in North Carolina, and mm-hmm. I've had that in North Carolina, California, and then when we moved to Tennessee, I I got it here. So oh, okay. Um, so I hung up my license to open this business because I had to give my hundred percent focus. Right, right, for sure. Care. Yeah, for sure. I um I retired mine a few years ago, and and of course before this last big boom, of course, and had gotten out. I actually got out of it about 2012. I kind of just stopped. And then I finally just retired my license. I never was a salesperson. I just couldn't do it. It just wasn't in me. I I love to help people and love to do things like that for people. It was great to help them find a property and whatever, but I was not the person to go out and market and do all that. And of course, now in the business I'm in now, it's all I do is market all (laughs) every day, but it's not face to face. I don't feel like I'm being pushy because it's all email stuff. You know, I'm sending it to people I don't know. I'm just trying to find people who need voiceover work and they need their phone system done or they, you know, maybe they make, you know, commercials and I'm just sending those blind emails all the time. And that doesn't bother me because, you know, in this business, we're rejected 90% of the time anyway. So it doesn't bother me at all to send those empty emails out there. But that the part I do miss about real estate is the helping people, especially I had a lot of rental property I managed. And you know, that was at the time, you know, there were a lot of, uh, of course, now rental is tougher and it's way more expensive, but there were, well, I had a lot of properties to manage, a lot of people on waiting lists, always, you know, if we, you know, properties were always full and, and uh, that was always fun. I enjoyed that, getting to meet people and know people. But I don't regret retiring it. I've had a lot of people say, well, now we're doing this, what you're doing now, you could be doing real estate too. And I'm like, nope, don't want to do it. Don't want to <laughs> well, do it. You're, it sounds like you're a lot like me, where if you're doing something, you want to give it all your all. You I do. I like to focus on one thing. Right. Right. It's a lot easier. Uh, it was it was hard to make that decision, but um, 
I think the thing I miss the most is just looking up houses and looking for mm-hmm. land and things like that. Just going on yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and back when I first got into it and gosh, this is really telling off on, on my age. <laughs> I started in like 1984, I think. Wow. Um, I got my affiliate broker and, and, and apprentice auctioneer in 84. I got my full auctioneer in 86. And then I got my brokers in 88. Then I let my brokers expire and had to retake the broker's license in 2008 or nine, I think. And uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, I stayed in it a long time, but I never, ever did it for a living, uh, except when I had Lighthouse here in town for a while. But um, and and it was still a side business. I was still working a full time job on top of that. I don't know how in the world I ever pulled that off. (laughs) But well, we anyway, were younger then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I was uh, all the empty properties or places that had multi things. I was doing all the landscape and the mowing. Had two mowers, and you know, doing all the mowing, managing, and then working eight hours, ten hours a day. On top of that, I don't know. Maybe that's why I like sitting in this room now and not doing a whole lot. Maybe. Well, well, Kelly, let's get back into the, the, the website, how people find you and reach out to you. And even those, whether they're interested in being a part of it or they're interested in being on the receiving side, how do they find you guys? Okay. We're very, very easy to find. If you go to SumnerSeniors.com, we're right there. We're mm-hmm. on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn under, you can do the, the at SumnerSeniors.com or at Sumner Seniors. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also, if you do the search, you just do Seniors Helping Seniors, Sumner County, you'll find us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an office. We just opened a, last week, two weeks ago, in Gallatin, right across from Oak Grove Market. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the best strawberries outside of Portland. And um, so we have an office there. That's where I do the interviews. Um and yeah, we are constantly, constantly hiring. You would not believe the need for this. Mm-hmm. So we are always looking for people who just want to, you know, make a little extra here and there, work a few days a week. It really gets them out. They feel gratified and um, it, and it helps, helps all seniors that need it. Awesome. Awesome. All right, folks, you've got the information. If you're interested, if you need it, whether it's you, you're looking for uh, something to do or whether you're on the other side and maybe need some help, reach out to them at uh, SumnerSeniors.com and on all the social media places at Sumner Seniors. And then you can also go through SeniorsHelpingSeniors.com, put the zip code in, etc., and you can find it that way. We want to invite you to go visit that and support another local business in Sumner County. Kelly, thanks so much for joining us. I really enjoyed this. This was a very unique thing to bring to people, and I hope they enjoyed hearing about it. Thank you, Troy, so much for having me. This was the Portland Morning Brew with Troy Holden. If you'd like to be a guest, reach out to the Portland Chamber of Commerce. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Be sure and visit the Chamber's Facebook page for more information. Thanks for listening, and join us again soon.